All right, everybody, welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. It is officially draft day. Our, our first live sporting event is going to happen since I don't know how long, Jeremy. Uh, March 12th for yeah, me. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, actually, March 12th, I don't think we played basketball at the field house. So, no, we didn't. No. no. So March 11th, I guess. Yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm excited. Are you? Uh, yeah, if I'm, if I'm able to what, – what time does draft start? 8, 8 p.m. Mm, yeah gonna be tough you gotta get the kids to bed (laughs) yeah maybe 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 by that time you'll you'll uh come around for the 10th pick you'll be right in time no no we've we've got it down pat i just uh you know you you, when you want something you want to watch then the naps just get shorter during the day oh you're smart that way yeah (laughs) Uh, believe me (laughs) believe me i've i've figured this out in the last month so um yeah i uh i was able to pull off the jordan thing i'll pull off the draft tonight and um yeah excited for it uh it's gonna be weird it's gonna be different but i also think it's gonna be kind of funny just seeing all these guys like yeah these different locations i know do you think anyone will do anything funny like have a funny zoom background or something i think that would be awesome uh yeah you know what good (laughs) question um i don't think it's going to be uh bill belichick that's uh, but but if it was that would that'd be tremendous (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean Uh, i i just hope it goes smooth i hope there's no like uh bus or anything like that like uh gaps in coverage i don't, I don't know it's 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 nerve-wracking well someone's bound to miss a pick because like their technology goes down well and um, like with all the trades and stuff too it's going to be tough to keep track of everything i feel like through through zoom call i know i feel like the nfl should have instituted like a floating uh time you know i know they have a clock and everything but they right. you kind of have a little leeway uh, mm-hmm. like hey you know what you get this amount of time but then we're gonna give you a warning and maybe well, yeah. a phone call like hey you know you gotta your your internet's down well i always thought it was weird because after like no matter how long the team takes it takes five minutes after the pick is in to actually right. announce what pick it is yeah it so could i guess they have it up. Could yeah. speed things up tonight that's true, that's true. Uh, you never know i know the number one pick should be really quick Yes, uh, yes. And then after that, I don't know. But uh, yeah, the pride of Athens, Ohio, uh, Joey Burrow. Yep. Uh, looking to go number one. Uh, we'll see what our Browns do. And yeah. uh, most importantly, we'll see where this year's Mac crop of student athletes go, yep. uh, which really excited about always just kind of watching. And these guys that we've watched uh, the last four years, normally four years, um, you know, where they finally ended up and, and continue their career. And then from that point on, we've been highlighting guys all week about yeah, and, where they were picked and what they're doing now. Well, and I think that's a good point to bring up too, because we have so many athletes that, you know, don't hear their name called tonight and that have gone on to have fantastic careers like An- Antonio Gates, just to, just to name one. So, I mean, as much as tonight matters and tonight's exciting, um, there's a lot of a lot of opportunities still out there for every max student athlete that wants to you know make a name for themselves. So, one hundred percent. Yeah, you got you look at guys. I mean, right off the top of my head, you bring up Antonio Gates. I mean, James Harrison, uh, Josh Cribbs, yep. um, Willie Sneed. There's there's guys all over that um, you know 
that have made a name for themselves, even though they weren't drafted. So yeah, it should be fun. Um, speaking of today, uh, we got uh, a former draft pick with us yep. from central Michigan, Tyler Conklin. Uh, yep. Tyler. Fifth round pick. Yeah. I think one one fifty seven. You went yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple you did, of years ago. So. Did your homework there, eh? Yeah, a little get bit, a little bit. Good. You have all the time in the world to get that. So I'm glad <laughs> you got it right. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know we wanted to have Tyler on just like we had Jordan Lynch on the other day uh, to talk about the draft process. We'll ask him about the combine and uh, just what he remembers from draft week. As as I'm sure people are always kind of interested on where these guys, what they do and how yeah. they celebrate it. And, and what a grind it is. Yeah. So uh, again, with that, bring in Tyler Conklin from Central Michigan slash Minnesota Vikings. Tyler, uh, happy draft day, man. That's crazy. It's already been, what, it's me a year, three years later, two years later. Yeah. Oh, time goes fast. Yeah, man. It's uh I think I think we're all excited for some live sports programming, even though it's gonna be of a bunch of coaches like just sitting in their whatever basements or family rooms drafting. Um, but I think we're all ready for that, right? Oh yeah, I think so too. Definitely uh been tough with no live sports, but this would give help everybody's itch a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I guess first question is, you know, during this time, crazy time, what have you been up to? Um, you know, how are you trying to stay sharp and, and be ready uh, for when camp hopefully rolls around here uh, in the summer? Um, I mean, I've still been doing most of my – all the same stuff. I've been lifting. I just I got a buddy with the weight room in his garage. So, you know, I make that work and I mean, find an open field to, to get my field work in. And um, I'm about to go to the chiropractor after this, and they're still working. So um, I still got some things intact, and we've got some had some time to get better at some other things. Started reading more, which is something I wanted to start doing. So that's been it's been helpful at this time, and uh, just kind of really focusing on a lot of the little things, whether it's you know flexibility, mobility, and things that I can control. And I think it's been a pretty good off season you know, with everything going on. Yeah, Tyler, I know we talked a little bit about what you've been doing to get better on the field. Have, have you been catching up on any shows, doing, doing anything to kind of ease your mind while, while this, you have had to stay inside mostly? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty. That's for sure. Um, Warzone? Girlfriend, yeah, a little Warzone. Girlfriend hasn't been too happy about that, but <laughs> you know, time passed somehow. Um, and like I said, I'm reading. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't read much in school. And I mean, I, I've read a, two books so far during this, so I'm happy about that so far. Yeah. Something's trying to get better at. I know, I know you're a big Kobe fan. Did you uh, catch any of the MJ doc this past weekend? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I'm excited for this weekend with the bad boys now. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, a, it was a cool documentary. I wish I could just watch all 10 seasons in a row, but mm -hmm. 10 episodes. I guess but, uh, I, I liked I guess it a lot. I just I just realized they were supposed to air it on the off days of the NBA Finals, which would have been crazy. Oh. Yeah, would have been crazy. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that one. Either. Really, I didn't. Know yeah, that. that that'd been sick. That would have been quite quite the weakest. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, it was. Uh, the first two episodes were really really interesting. Uh, I I know I think a lot of people were glued to the TV. I think I read something about Twitter. There was one point six million 
know, tweets about the show or so. I mean, I think again, it goes back to tonight's draft and everything. People are starving for something new um, mm-hmm. to watch and and sports related. So uh, yeah, it's it's been great. Um, the one thing, obviously, with today being the opening day of the draft um, and kind of our focus of the week is is been the draft. Uh, take us back to a you know three years ago and kind of leading up to draft day, draft week, um, you know, what, what you remember about that time. And then ultimately, you know, just that feeling of, of getting that call. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole process uh, was had its, you know, it's, it's ups and downs. I mean, it's a stressful process, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, you're living out one of your dreams and um, it's a great time. And as the draft inches closer, you, I mean, you can feel how close that dream is to coming true and, um, and I really went in with just knowing that I put I mean, all my work out there and I was going to get drafted where I was going to get drafted. And uh, we were going to the draft day. We had a family, we had a party, and uh, had a bunch of people over. and just kind of hung out. And uh, everybody kept – every time – remember, like, the Lions took Tyrell Crosby in the fourth round, and everybody heard Ty and started freaking out. And I'm like, God, I'm going to have a call before it comes on TV. <laughs> but uh, uh, then getting that call, and – um, just the reaction from my parents and, you know, that, that feeling of all the hard work paying off is just a great feeling. And, uh, I mean, after that, man, I, I switched it over pretty quick and from being ha- from being excited to, you know, it's time to get to work and try to really make a name for yourself now. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel? I mean, looking back on your time in Minnesota, how does, how is that, how do you think they've kind of shaped you into the player you are today? Um, uh, okay, so, I mean, I feel like I've got a lot better at a lot of things. I mean, like rookie year, uh, I missed all rookie mini camp and OTAs with a full hamstring and, um, you know, going into my rookie season, I mean, I played a little bit and I played a ton. Um, and I, I mean, obviously with Kyle Rudolph being there, um, most of the pass catching going to – balls going to him. And then, uh, you know, I feel like I had, came back the next off season, had a good off season, and – we obviously draft Irv, so now we got Irv and uh, Rudy. So there's not a ton of football to go around for everybody. I top is just having a really good offense with Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. And so, I mean, especially this year, I got put into, you know, a big blocking role. And, uh, you know, coming out of college, that's kind of the one thing that I couldn't know everybody said I couldn't do. So I think, um, I know, it really has helped me become a more all-around tight end. Uh, I know I can do the receiving stuff. I haven't had a ton of opportunity to, to go and do that and show that. And with not having an opportunity to do it, people just want to say you can't. But, I mean, that's what I'm best at. Uh, but I think this has worked out in the fact that I got to become a better off, uh, all-around tight end and um, really got to help myself um, for my whole career by really getting forced into having to get better at this right now. So I think that's been big for me. Yeah. Cool. I have a I have a – this is a personal question, I guess, for Eric and I, but uh, tell us what we're getting here for the Browns with uh, Kevin Stefanski. Oh, I love Coach uh, Stefanski. Um, he's a really good leader. Uh, I think that was really a big thing about him, just kind of the energy he brings to the room, the type of leader he is. Um, and your player, players really, uh, um, they really get behind him and follow him and trust him. And uh, I think he's a really smart guy. He's, he's personable. And uh, I think you guys should be, should be really excited about having him in Cleveland. 
Yeah, we are. We we had the opportunity to deal with him at the uh, – we have a Cleveland Sports Award show. He seems like a really sharp guy. He seems, uh, I guess, kind of what you said. He seems serious, but at the same time, you know, if you, you strike up a conversation with him, he he'll, he's personable. So um, Yeah, he's, def- he's definitely serious. Um, sometimes I feel like it's kind of hard to read him. Uh, but he, 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 after we get him going and start talking to him, man, I think part of him being serious is just he is really sharp. He's a smart guy. And, um, but he, he's, he's a good dude, too. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully it all works out. You know, yeah. every every year here is uh, kind of like rolling the dice uh, here, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, one of these times, I think that uh, we're going to get it right. So hopefully, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, you you talk about the ups and downs of the whole process. Uh, you were at the combine, right? Yeah. How how was that uh, whole thing? Because the the other day we were on here. And I want to hear your perspective. We had uh, Jordan Lynch on, um, you know, who played at NIU, and he told us mm-hmm. his, his combine kind of story. But what was the combine like for you? Uh, I was exciting. I mean, getting to the combine, getting all your um, your equipment and stuff, all your shirts, and, you know, it's, it's a cool feeling to be there, something you've watched your whole life growing up. Um, so I was super excited about it. But um, – Definitely a tough week or a tough couple of days with having to wake up at three in the morning for a drug test and having a little different diet than you've been on and um, all the interviews and meetings. Luckily for me, I had the senior bowl um, earlier in the process. So uh, I didn't have to do as many of the like the computer, uh, like psychological stuff. And I didn't have as many interviews and stuff thanks to that. So it made it a little uh, calmer for me. But there's just a lot going on. And on top of that, you got to go out there and perform the best you ever have. And, um, I mean, I think it's, like I said, just about the whole process. It's super exciting, but at the same time, it's nerve-wracking. And, um, I mean, you, you got to perform at a high level, but and that's, the, that's the business in the first place. So, um, and I just kind of went in trusting everything that I've done. And, I mean, I did – well and a lot of things I want to do well in and there's like my 40 I, I kind of blew that one but it is what it is and yeah I didn't really match up with the rest of my numbers so I think people understood but that definitely I think could have hurt me a little bit on top of being injured going into that senior year but um that, that the combine was fun um, for me and I thought I did pretty well I was gonna say that was the, the first time I think we really got the inside scoop and we wanted to double down and make sure that you you guys are actually waking up at three in the morning and doing all that so it's just crazy the whole the whole process to us so. yeah, that's yeah and just like going from, i'm sorry no no you go ahead i said like, yeah it's going from psychological interview an hour on this computer to an hour doing this packet or an hour doing this it's just it's just stuff like you like a package you might have done growing up in middle school or you know, just testing basic knowledge and things of that nature. It's just stuff like that that you don't really know that you're getting yourself into, and then you're going from hour packet to hour computer thing to different tests and stuff that you're just going from thing to thing. You're like, wow, when's this going to end? Knowing you got to go to five interviews that night and however many you got on your on your lanyard, and then in those interviews, I mean, there's some that go super smooth, and there's some where you get asked all type of weird questions or um, things people trying to catch you off guard or make you feel uncomfortable. So 
Yeah, and you haven't even picked up a football yet at that point. So it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, have a touch of football. Do you uh, do you remember any of those? Even just one of those weird questions. Um, I remember with, I have uh, a formal with the Bengals, and um, I got in there and I had like a, a psychologist in there, and he like gave me like five words or whatever, and then just started asking me a bunch of random random questions like when was this war when was um you know and then they take me through like what's nine plus five times two minus ten plus bunch of that and then some more random questions and i mean i'm just trying to answer as truthfully as possible there's some stuff where i'm not going to sit there and just make it up so you know like what was he talking about what war he asked he's like when's this war and i'm like honestly i do not know when that war was not a history major and then after that you know you watch some of your film with a tight end coach and then go back and got to remember the words I mean I wish I would have thought about it better I would have realized what they were doing having me remember the words but I still remember them all five of them I'm pretty sure so <laughs> that's crazy yeah Jordan was on here saying you know it's just like you said you started uh, every day with a, a 3 a.m wake-up call basically and he just said that whole thing people you know we all watch it as fans and we're watching the 40s and the, the bench press and all that <clears throat> and think like hey this is really entertaining but it's it's just sounds really mentally, uh, probably even more so mentally exhausting than physically that week. Yeah, I think so too. And then I like, I mean, you're on a, you're on a pretty strict diet. At least most people are. Um, wherever you're training at, you're eating pretty healthy, things like that. When you go to the combine, it's not Sam's the senior bowl. Then it's just not the best food there. You know, so you, I mean, you got. And on top of that, you got not a lot of sleep. So you change your diet and you change your your sleep pattern, and then you're like going. You know, run the fastest you ever had, jump the highest you ever have, and be the strongest you ever have. On top of being mentally sharp for all your meetings and um, different psychological testing, so I, I think they uh, they get you a little bit of both with the the mental and physical. Because that sleep and and the food can definitely affect you more than you would think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, getting back to the draft a little bit. Um... How, how do you think, you know, playing in the MAC your your first those four years helped prepare you for the NFL? Um, I think being at Central, uh, just with the type of offense we ran, I had a little different path. I mean, was, I really only played a year and a half of college football. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my sophomore year, I was behind Ben McCord as a sophomore. But that offense we were running with Morris Watts was all pro style, some West Coast, a lot of West Coast terminology. Um, so, like, I remember when I had uh, in training station at the combine, I met with uh, the tight end coach for the Vikings, and he was we were talking about terminology, and um, you know, I knew a lot of their stuff from the West Coast stuff. And uh, I mean, I played for the Vikings, so how much that had to do with it, who knows? But it's a coincidence. Um, and then, you know, the next year after that, I'm still in the pro style, and. Uh, it was Coach Enos running at my sophomore year, then Coach Watts my junior year. Mm. And then senior year, we go all spread, no huddle, and I get to split all wide and, you know, kind of show off another part of my game. And I think being able to do both of those things um, were really beneficial to me. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked to a lot of these guys and just what, you know, whether it's uh, – I guess the question is coming from the MAC and already maybe being looked at as, hey, you know, it's not a Power Five conference. Does does playing for the MAC and coming there and 
going to the combine or going to these meetings, does that create any type of chip on your shoulder or like motivate you more to say, Hey, you know, I belong to, or, you know, how, how does that, if at all play in, um, you know, how you looked at the process and, and what you did? Yeah, I think it definitely gives you a chip on your shoulder. Uh, I mean, for me, I was a walk on, uh, played receiver to DN and I was at central and then I got moved to tight end. I was the eighth tight end of the eight tight ends behind, you know, Dion, uh, Mike Kenville, Ben McCord, or Dion Butler, Mike Kenville, Ben McCord, the two rookies they brought in, that crowd. I mean, there's a whole list of tight ends in front of me. So, um, I mean, going from walk-on to three different positions to the last tight end to, you know, playing a little, playing my junior year and finally starting and playing a good year and my senior year breaking my foot and missing half the year and really only playing a year and a half and coming from the back. I mean, I don't think there's – I, mean, I don't think you could put a bigger chip on my shoulder after all that. But um, on top yeah. of that, you just got to roll the punches because you only get a lot of it. I mean, there's opportunity. Opportunities come, they go. And, I mean, I'm just kind of waiting on my opportunity uh, throughout in my NFL career so far. Yeah, I mean, even the fact that you remember all those names in front of you, I mean, I think that that, that really says that you have that chip on your shoulder and, and you're ready for every opportunity you get. So, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I was just gonna say, if you even just take Central Michigan and the names that have come out of there and and gone to the NFL and done big things in the NFL, and uh, I mean, we all know those names, and I just always find it interesting that we look at the landscape of the NFL. We might not have as many guys as other conferences in the league. We have a lot of guys that are doing big things and are almost, you know, at, at the very top of their position. And, uh, you know, I think it speaks to a lot of um, hard work in our conference and maybe that chip on their shoulder for a lot of guys that, that may just say, hey, I'm going to work a little harder to prove I belong. And I just find it always interesting to, to hear the perspective of, of guys who have made it and, and are continuing to work in the league and, and how that has motivated throughout um, – the course of your years in college yeah I, de I definitely if I had to guess I'd say everybody cry went with the chip on their shoulder whether it was from the Mac <clears throat> coming from the Mac or her is just something I mean the fact that they only made it to the Mac and thought they should have been at a power five out of high school I mean everybody has an idea of you know and some people have a really realistic idea of how good they are as a player and some people don't get the chance that they deserve and and you go to the Mac and you make it happen, and then you I mean, that definitely fuels that fire in the NFL to prove that you really are one of the best at what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think was the last time we had you on, that was the Mac Championship game, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mac Championship. Yeah. I'm excited about that one still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think of, of, of that team going forward? I mean, after this past year that they've had. I'm excited about it. Really because everybody I've talked to, um, they love they love Coach McElwain and that staff, and they just praise how good of a coach he is and how much we would have loved playing with him, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I mean, just how excited they are about that team and about that future from two years ago where I'm getting calls every other day on should I transfer, where should I go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just telling people, you know, stick it out. Don't be you – know, turn it around. Don't be someone that just runs. Um, so, I mean, that was a lot of conversations I'd have with players two years ago, and now everybody's excited about being there. 
um, just that turnaround in culture is uh, makes me extremely excited about the future of Central. Yeah, and uh, I know I know uh, having gone to a few games there that you know once that winning comes around, uh, like it did last year, those those uh, students and uh, fans they they get rowdy and they get after it, which I which I love about Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, I, the game I went to, maybe they come in for the first half and leave, which I think we want to try and keep them in the stadium. But I get that. I mean, we've all been in college. But uh, yeah, that place that place gets rolling when, when there's winning going around, and it's a great atmosphere. Yeah, it does, especially if it's nice outside. If you get some nice weather and you're winning games, they'll stay, or a lot of them will. Um, and on top of that, we have some pretty loyal um, just people from Mount Pleasant. Uh, there was a lot of faculty that are really invested in the athletic programs and um, we always have a couple you know super fans of people that don't miss anything whether whatever sport it is so um, obviously I can't speak at other schools but I think we have a pretty good basis in general and I do understand it's hard to sit through a game when it's negative five degrees outside and snowing so I get both sides of it. Right well the final question we have for you is just as we look at draft uh, weekend um, you know, advice not only uh, for guys that are sitting there um, waiting to hear their name called, but uh, other Mac student athletes that want to get to that point and, you know, one day hear their name called. What, what advice would you have for, for others in the Mac or even looking back to high school about what to do to, you know, finally get your name called? Um, I think the big thing for me would just be to tell everybody that, you just got to truly believe in yourself. I mean, growing up, you're going to tell your, your parents you want to be a professional athlete or you want to be D1 or blah, blah, blah. And you know, your parents, your parents, they love you and they're going to support you. But they necessarily believe you're going to go to the pros. Uh, probably not. It's probably a long shot. But you got to truly believe. And, um, and when you think you're working hard, just know you can work harder. And if you do those things and take advantage of the opportunities when they come about, then uh, you put your right, you put yourself in the right position to uh, hear your name called on draft day. So, awesome. Well, well I, oh, go ahead. Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Tyler, we uh, we let you go. We know you're a busy man, and uh, appreciate you jumping on with us today. And uh, you know, hopefully, we uh, get through this quarantine and and virus stuff soon, so that we can all go back to normal and. And uh, definitely all looking forward, not only to tonight's draft, but the upcoming season. So we'll be watching you. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. And uh, stay safe.